podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, you know, their customer service, even before they were sponsors, was unbelievable. It's one of the reasons I I reached out to them and said, I want you to sponsor, be one of our sponsors on our podcast because I just believe in their machine so much and it's just helped our team win so many games. So uh mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop. It is my baby. Um, it's one of the reasons we're able to keep this free. We're not going to be charging for our podcast or our YouTube channel or anything like that. Um, but it's also run by a high school coach for high school coaches or youth coaches or even college coaches. Um, it's not run by a, a, a college. It's not Zoom. It's not all these Zoom calls. It's on court. It's demonstrations. It's videos. It's clinics. It's handouts. It's everything you need to become a better basketball coach in one stop shop. So if it's not there, I will find it for you. <laughs> all right, let's head off to the podcast. It just stopped. You can see the Suns did that actually in the finals yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, it just changed yeah, it, it just, uh, just a little bit. Um, what about offensively? Um, like I said earlier, kind of just based on who we play. Um, okay. I, I, I did like um, Brad Underwood's that spread offense that he runs. You know, everybody above the free throw line it has a little continuity to it. I feel like that's always easier to teach, too, compared to, like, quick creators because, you know, you have so many plays and then the girls are going to get mixed up. But like, Well, they're going to you know, mix up, like, and it's like, don't teach them how, don't teach them play. Teach them how to play, not Yeah, I remember plays. that saying, too, and I, I like that. So I, the continuity thing of that spread offense that I found was a little easier, and it's it's repetitive, obviously. So that no, was easy and it is, I think it is. So when you, when you, when you struggle in the season, what's the biggest thing you struggle with? Like playing teams. I mean, what, what do teams throw at you that you struggle with the most? Um, we struggle like dribbling under pressure, honestly. Is that what you're asking? Like my yeah, players? So, so you're you? saying, so if I'm playing you, I'm going to pressure you. Is that what you're oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised, like, because like, we had a good season last year, but I'm surprised how many teams didn't press this. <laughs> well, they even well, they might team, not have the depth to do it, right? Yeah, true. And then I guess the team that did have the depth did and saw the result of that. But, yeah, I would say dribbling under pressure, you know, teams pressing us, not making the right decisions, passing. That's going to be a big issue because our one of our better point guards graduated, so we got a, a shoe to fill there. <laughs> So, but so, yeah, so, 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 so how do you counter that in the off season? Um, we had a summer league. It got over last month and I, I told them like, this is what we need to work on. And then unfortunately teams didn't press and stuff. We got no, but right. And then even trying to, we've been, we've been doing workouts. We've been trying to get the girls to come in. That's hard. You know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You got to make it fun. You got to somehow make yep. it fun. And there's got to be like a reward or something at the end. But I, 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 my advice to you would be lots of ball handling, lots of two on two, three on three, lots of pressure yeah. because you want to simulate what that's, I mean, if that's your weak spot, then mm -hmm. that's where you want to spend all your time on your weak spot. You know, you, you can try to hide it during the season, but in the off season is 
I mean, especially especially the girls' game and the smaller divisions in the girls' game. If you can handle the rock, man, you're oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I don't knock, but I don't know, like want to come off like knocking girls' game, but like uh, I noticed early, like if girls just get the fundamentals down, master their fundamentals, they could be a really good team. <laughs> right? Yeah, I and mean, and the thing is, it's like it's those reps. It's those you know, it's it's really yep. those reps. Um, to keep, you know, especially with ball handling, and it's like you just got to get the reps in, you got to get the pressure, they got to get the the reads, all that stuff. Um, and that's for everybody, any anybody that yeah. plays the game. It's just like, man. Um, so hard, easier or harder to to play or coach? To coach, harder to coach. <laughs> Why? Um, I guess when you're playing, you don't have to worry about everybody else's mom and dad getting mad at you, yelling around. But like I said earlier, like the peewee part of it, that helped because they're they're tough. <laughs> they're tough on you in peewee. You know, parents were. But then so my first year as a co-head coach, you know, I did have a couple parents say this and that. But it kind of got easier just to as I, I look at it, as long as me and the AD are on the same page, he understands why. Then they got to go approach him first before they come see me. So that's and we kind of have a little contract that says that there's a. 24 hour, 12 hour cool down period, we'll call it. It's where you can't just come approach a game, a coach right after a game and start yelling at him. So, right. And then, so that's always easier. But if it's a parent like that, I know, or like that's close to my family because we're small town here. Right. Um, I, I won't mind like just reaching back and telling them, breaking it down, communicating with them. Cause I, after they hear my side, then they understand why that decision was made or whatnot. So, Right. And it's like those. you're making the decision for the entire group. That's sometimes they, you know, yeah. and I, and I've said this a thousand times, it's hard to be rational with an irrational person and yep. parents aren't rational because we love our kids. So we tend to be irrational. I actually had a, we, we started, like I said, we had a really good season last year. We I actually used that in a, at a halftime, you know, the girls were playing really tough parents and then they listened to the parents yelling and coaching from the bleachers a lot more than they do to me. And I said that in a, at a halftime speech and that's kind of when we turned it around and went on our little run. <laughs> right. So no, and the thing is the kids want to do the right thing. And it's like, and, and it's like your parents, and I tell this to my guys, your parents love you and they're going to make you try to make you feel better. And blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be your yeah. doctor. I'm going to be your yeah. truth teller that, Hey, you know, we have this growth and we have to cut it out or, you yep. know, you have to eat, you have to eat better or you're going to die soon, you know, kind of thing. I'm your truth teller. I kind of tell, I, I like to say, um, parents aren't in the gym with us. You know, they're not the ones sacrificing time. They might be paying for stuff, but they're not in there like all these other kids. So I always, I always I ask for their resume too. If it gets, ever gets <laughs> too heated, like let's compare resumes and we'll talk about how I've worked on my craft. Let's talk yeah. basketball with you. Like, and the problem is, here's the issue too, is I'm not thinking of, I'm not thinking only of your child. I'm mm -hmm. thinking of all 15 children. Yep. So I'm trying to make the decision for all 15. And, and, and if I'm not playing, if I'm playing your son, I'm still getting a phone call from another yeah. parent. Yep. So it's, it, it, can't it, win, it's can't just, win. <laughs> can't win. You can't win. You can't win. Um, all right, so let's go through. We'll do some of our um, some of my rapid stuff. What's your favorite basketball? The favorite ball. like ball, the ball. The probably ball. the Baden that we use here in Nebraska. You guys use something else up there? Yeah, we use Spalding. TF 
PFF thousand, but um, we used them when I played the Spalding. They're like really shiny, real leathery. I, and then looking back, like after playing with the Baden, looking back now, like damn, this is the way to go. <laughs> I, yeah, so the synthetic leathers are almost better. Um, what's one word you'd use to describe your ideal player? Um, unselfish. Okay. If you go to one sporting event in the world, what would you go to? Super Bowl. Haven't been to an NFL game yet. Okay. Uh, your favorite pre or post game meal? Spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does your game day look like? As a player? At home. Or coach? At home. No, as a coach. At home. Oh. At home? Yeah. Like playing at home. I'm you're playing it. You're playing at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You're, home, okay. you're playing at home. home your home court. <laughs> what does yeah. your game day look like? Just uh, the the polo, the dress pants, and the probably some sneakers or tennis shoes. We've been wearing Jordan Air Jordan ones, kind of. So I might keep it going next year. So that's a good idea. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start wearing tennis shoes with my suit. I I don't know if I fully figured it out. You wear a suit. I, I want to wear a suit, but I gotta keep. I don't wear a tie in. anymore. I don't have a I don't have a suit body. So. <laughs> hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um. I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and uh, allow us to pay the bills. Um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months. Be a 14 day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify. Um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, High School Hoops and Teacher Sidegate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. And I don't, and I, and I, and I, and the way I did it was I went kind of like the Tony Bennett, you know, pocket square, no tie look because mm-hmm. the tie just restricts me too much. But, um, but then anymore, all the coaches in college, NBA, they're all wearing the athletic wear, you know, like the, the pullover and whatnot. So they've kind of moved away. I know. Um, what's one thing you do to relax? Um, spend time with my family. Like I said, I miss a lot of time with them. So, when I can't spend time, it's relaxing. Do you, have any, do you have any superstitions? Oh, um, I did during the season. <laughs> uh, I did. Um, what was, I don't know if you want, do you want to hear it? Oh, sure. I'm trying to think of it. What was it? Oh, it was, it was shaving my, my beard. I'm like, I don't have a beard, beard, but because we had to wear masks anyway, you know, so like it, the facial hair didn't really matter. But for the longest time, when we went on a little winning streak, I didn't shave. Then we get down to the state tournament. And then I was like, do I shave? We're at the state tournament, but I didn't. And yeah. So, um, so when we well, lost, it was fine. It felt good to finally shave. <laughs> you to get it off. Uh, what's uh describe your perfect player in five words or less. Um, like this individual where I said unselfish. I'll use that again. Um, physical, smart and high IQ. That's okay. That's working, right? Um, best basketball player you have seen in person. That I've seen in person. I went and watched Kobe Bryant up in Minnesota. I'll probably say Kobe Bryant, but for more like around here locally, uh, probably have to say David Winget Jr. He's probably our best okay. basketball player to come out of Winnebago. So, uh, best player of all time, Michael Jordan. That okay. sucks saying that as a Kobe Bryant fan, but Michael Jordan. It's it, I I I've they're, been they're, saying this. It is crazy how Jordan is still talked about, 
and Jordan was like my era 30 years ago. Like it's it's crazy that like so how, who's your who's your best best basketball player all time? Yours? I I, I mean I you can't you can't vote against Michael because he never he never lost a game seven. He took a gap and still came back. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think you can vote, but you got to put somebody like a Bill Russell in there. You got to put yeah. somebody like there's guy. It's so hard. Like Bob, those Cruz arguments is, that, Oh, Michael's got six rings. Oh, Bill Russell's got 11. Yeah. It's like, I, got I just seven, don't know so. how you, it's hard to go cross generational. You probably go Michael LeBron Kobe, you know, in or in their generations. And yeah. then I, I think, I think Giannis has got a shot to be his guy. Yeah, um, he can get up if there. If he gets a jump shot, if he gets yeah, a jump shot, get a jump shot throws, gets he can better. Be up there. Um, he's just undefendable, basically. Yeah, he is. That's uh, me and my friend are watching the game. They won game six. We're watching game six. And we're like, dude, how do you guard that? You lay off him. He's going to get ahead of steam, go into the basket. You know, if you stay up on him, he's going to blow by you. You try to post him up. He's too strong for you. So he gets a jump shot. He's going to be deadly. <laughs> uh, shot clock, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Um, yes. charge. Uh, if you could change one thing about basketball, what would it be? A shot clock. <laughs> okay, that was easy. So, uh-huh. well, I guess, yeah, I'll stick with shot clock. Okay, one thing you that helped you become a better coach, um, watching film, watching other coaches, just even like coaches' interviews. That's kind of what I got into podcasting, yeah, because I wanted to like listen to more coaches and their game plans, just how they talk and how they look at the game. and so just watching, listening. I would advise I would advise coaches to not only watch film but to break film down. Yeah, um, that. I that think too. a lot of coaches watch film, but it's like there's a there's a skill set that you get when you actually break it down. Um, best yeah, basketball I game. Know, I have noticed that actually. Yeah, best well, that, basketball game you've seen in person. Um, best basketball game I've seen in person would probably. Uh, there's a few of them. I would stick with my team though. Probably our district final game against Malcolm. Maybe even our first tournament game against uh, GAC or who was it? Grand Island. Grand Island, yeah. So, best game. Uh, or no favorite quote or saying. Um. Oh, I got that on my questionnaire. Huh. <laughs> um. I got it off of Twitter, I believe. Where's it? At? Where is it at? <sighs> I can't find it, but it was um, it was an athlete saying, "Be where your feet are," and yeah, a yeah. lot of my um, a lot of my all my seniors that actually graduated this year, I got them a card and I put that in there, and I said, "Be where your feet are," and to me it means stay locked in, in the moment. Don't worry about what happened. Don't stress about what hasn't happened yet. I think and, every coach should think that because every coach is always looking for that other job, or if they think they're that that job's better. It's like. Be where you are, man. Yep. It's like, yep. yeah. So I like, yeah. I like that. That's it's, It applies to life. It applies to basketball. You got that kid that makes a turnover and they don't want to, you know, come down and make the same play the next play and they get caught up and, you know, just focus on where you're at. So, yeah. Be I where you Quarters or halves? Uh, I like quarters. Okay. You just play halves up there? We do. We do. Yeah. What do you like halves over I, I think I, I, in a lot of senses, I do. I think I miss the timeout between quarters, but. Um, How much yeah. timeouts? What's the difference between you the guys? Same, same. We get. Same th- thing? Nope. Yep. Three fulls, two, tw- uh, two thirties, and 
the same. So I missed that break, but the flow of the game is definitely better. Um, best basketball team of all time. Bad Boy Pistons. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a Rodman fan, by the way. Uh, I oh. like Rodman, too. Best coach of all time. Ooh. Phil Jackson for men's and Gino Ariema for women's. Love that. Jump ball. Keep it or get rid of it? Like at the beginning of the game? I said keep it. It's I keep it, yeah. I don't know how you would. That's that's a weird one. <laughs> how do you determine possession if you flip a, flip visiting a team Visiting team gets the ball. There's only one jump ball in a high school game. Yeah. I so why it. do we so, do it? And then we switch it back and forth, the possession arrow. That's. I'll, I'll keep it. You guys, you're against it? You don't like it? I, I don't like it. I think we should get rid of it. I, I just think it's our – unless you're going to jump them all, why we – I mean, they're, they're bad at tossing it. Like the NBA, it. unless you jump jump all of them. They're, they're bad at tossing it. They only yeah. toss it once a game. That's true. I get so – That way there would be – there would be <laughs> some – there would be some – um there would be some – uh, like Kind of plan a little more too. Like, oh, we're getting the ball right away. This is what we're going to do. Like, kind of right. like, yeah. Yeah, I think there'd be some no more. <laughs> it'd be more chess matchy at the beginning yeah, of the game. I think. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. All right. One book you'd recommend? I don't read a lot, unfortunately. And when I saw that in your questions, I was like, "Damn, what am I going to answer?" The one book I did read, basketball related, <laughs> uh, was actually Dennis Rodman's "Bad as I Want to Be." <laughs> okay. And that kind of changed my view on basketball and read. Life read and stuff. anything by Dick Devenzio, you'll like it. Uh, I do want to start picking it up, though. I think I'm going to start reading more this week. Yeah, read Dick Devenzio. Read Stuff Basketball Players Need or Basketball Coaches Need. It's really good. You should read that one. It's an easy read, too. Um, All right, so my last question I always ask on the podcast is if you could give one bit of advice to your younger self, so that that, that 20-something right after high school, what would that one bit of advice be? Tell them to get in the damn weight room. (laughs) <laughs> stay in the gym <laughs> um eat better know. yes honestly i don't think i'd change anything you know, you know i made some mistakes whatnot but i still like where i'm at um and the mistakes made you the coach you are right now probably yeah for sure yeah. you know those failures failures make you who you are um yeah just be true to who you are you know like stay believe in what you believe and you know don't let people's opinions and thoughts of you affect how you live Right. Thanks to Rodman for that, because that that book talked about that a lot. So, <laughs> I think yeah, that's probably true. probably that. Okay, great. Thank you, Coach. That was perfect. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, Steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.